He's so jealous, by the way. If you if you haven't got a chance to watch, watch some of the kiddo videos, uh -huh. man, though, first of all, Kevin and Lisa are just rocking it out. And they're, they're also willing to go to no end. Like, they'll go to any ends. I know. It's, it's totally cool. <laughs> to make those I, I so wish I had them as, as my kids' pastor's brother. Like, I like I, I, I love, I appreciate it for the board, Jesus. Yeah. I, I, appreciate I learned a lot from Flannelboard. I learned we're a lot from Flannelboard. We're grateful for the McKinney. Yeah, we are. Thank so God we're not there. thank you guys for joining us. If you were just with your kiddos, learning about Jesus at a, at a kiddo level, we welcome you now. And we, we pray that for the next hour, your spirit and your soul are fed. So yeah. welcome. And my name is Danielle, and this is Kyle. How you doing? And together with a lot of beautiful other people, we get to pastor the Connect Church. So welcome. And, I, and talking about kiddos. Uh, we want to give a great shout out to uh, Josh and Danielle Dortch yes. uh, and Baby Fitzgerald. Yes. Yeah, man, Fitzy. Yes. Um, He's already. It's just it's not going to not happen. Um, no, I know Fitzgerald. <laughs> I, I love it. So, and, and they have the coolest. They're just. It's. Uh, he's so so welcome, beautiful. Welcome. 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 We, we are so glad. And for some of you who may not know, uh, you know, Josh is on. Uh, he he uh, um, serves on the worship team with us and. Danielle is, uh, she takes care of all of our mission work globally mm. around the world. And um, we are so happy for them, man. Thank you. And was, uh, congratulations, guys. And it's going to be so incredible congrats. for some people that when we're back into in-person community, people are going to be like, you have a baby? <laughs> no, I know. You know there's know. people that have had like just yeah. so many different shifts. And you know, and we look different. Unfortunately, some of us. <laughs> the, wrong, the, wrong, the wrong reason. But we're working on yeah, it. We're working yeah, on yeah. it. Um, but it's just so amazing. Life continues on life. And life and life moves. It's true. Do you, uh, today's fifty-two weeks. Oh, is it? Yeah, really? yeah. Uh, this is uh, yeah. So look, this is what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this again in a minute. But listen, if you come to connect, you've made it this far. Yes. Like, good on you. <laughs> and if you join us along the way, thank you. Yes. Thank uh, you. And look, if you are uh, if you are a guest or have been a guest or just trying to figure out what who what and who we are, what what's about today's message is really gonna help. But uh, look, go to our Linktree app. Um, it's right there on any, all the social media platforms. And you can, you can find out everything. You can find out about uh, um, how, to, how we do discipleship and hop into those things, uh, men and, or women. Uh, you can, you can t find out what we do just kind of church-wise and how to be a part of, of, of TKC, which is our mobile food truck that we do in partnership with yeah. Carson, uh, Carson Wentz's A1 Foundation. And, man, there's so much going on. We are so excited that you're here today. Yep. But if you are a guest, please let us know. Uh, it's not because we were tracking numbers. It's because you actually matter to us. Uh, we want to hear your story. We want to hear uh, who you are um, and, and all that God's doing. So, you know, we want to we want to just uh, as we hop in um, into the depth of of these this moment, we want to just worship a little bit, Dee, because yeah. worship is so it's one of the things I'm really looking forward to. I think the most is and I think and I know so many are yeah. the 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 depth of what we can do when we get back in, in person. Yeah. And Jake and Kyle are going to switch spots and. If you don't know, this is Jake that's coming in, and he's our son, but he's also been the backbone behind us being able to bring services, <laughs> learning on the fly how to do all of okay. this uh, online until we come back into community and into uh, church together. But um, a lot of times we purpose, uh, our intention in our church is often to sing um, worship. We're very aware that the words that we put into people's mouths is very holy. Yeah. And so we steward what we place in there very uh, with a lot of with a lot of weightiness. Yeah. It matters to us. And oftentimes we um, really focus on making sure that the worship that we're offering together corporately is really God focused, right? Absolutely. Because it's so easy for us to go through worship and be me focused. And right. it actually 
it took a lot to actually break that habit and to connect even with worship songs that were not me centric yeah. but were truly god centric um and it, there's nothing wrong with that as that's going to be one of the parts of the songs that uh, uh jake's going to lead us in worship in today but it it's something that i think um is very important to the day that lies ahead of us yeah, and everything absolutely. that kyle and i want to share so uh the song that jake is going to lead us in is is a, is a beautiful reminder of the newness of God and the new mm. season that is coming upon us. Yes. And not just to wait for external newness to affect us, but for us to create space inside of us for that newness to be able to fit inside of us. Yeah. That's it. Where there is new wine, there is new power, there is new freedom. And the kingdom is here. I lay down my old flames to carry your new fire today. Where there is new wine, there is new power. There is new freedom. And the kingdom is here. I lay down my old flames to carry your new fire today. So make me your vessel, make me an offering, make me whatever you want me to be. God, I came here with nothing, but all you have given me, Jesus, bring new wine out of me so make me your vessel make me an offering make me whatever you want me to be god i came here with nothing but all you have given me jesus bring new wine out of me Jesus, bring new wine out of me. Jesus, bring new wine out of me. That is our prayer today. Father, not just personally, but corporately, God, I pray that you would teach me to value what is required to be a holy vessel that I would not shy away, God, and that we would not shy away with um, the purifying process that you often bring us on within a journey uh, toward freedom and toward newness in life and hope. And Father, I pray today that um, we pay attention to our wineskin, mm, God, and that yes, we Lord. would really give it to you as that offering. I pray, Father, that for, for those who need strength to be able to do mm. that, that you would provide it, that for people uh, that need to be willing to take a risk to do that, yes. God, I pray yes. that you would give them bravery. And I, I pray that we can be strong and courageous and most of all yielded. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 I love that. I love that. Thank you, Jake. That's actually That was actually our prayer, guys, uh, before this. Um, Lord, make... Uh, uh, make us new wineskins so that uh, everything that God's doing that's new um, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll have a new space. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, uh, just as a building update, you know, we're, we are creating a new wineskin, a, a, new, a new space. 
uh, at the Cherry Hill facility, and um, it's beautiful. And we are we are at the end of the structural phase. Uh, we have one kind of big one big uh, um, inspection, inspection left, and, and the reason why that's still left is, in doing it, we found out that we had to update some other stuff in the other parts of the building yeah. um, that, that hadn't been expected. If you've done construction, um, yeah, you, you understand. You DIY project. Yes, exactly. You know, it's like, you know. oh, I was, I was going to put up some wallpaper and now we need new pipes. Yes, like, completely. Uh, that's that is, exactly that is, what the last that actually is completely it. Yes. <laughs> but the um, good side is we're, we're that we have the, great pipes. We have great pipes. <laughs> we're going to have great pipes now. Um, we're at the end of the structural phase. Um, but what that means is we're, we're, we're now in the functional phase. And what I mean by that is, you know, after we kind of, once you get in, like, you, you st we have to set up rooms, right? You have to, like, bring furniture in and bring, design everything and make sure that there's toilet paper and the toilet paper dispensers and all the sanitation stations are set up and yeah. the kids' rooms are put together and the, the sound system is in and uh, the speakers are tested and it's there long enough for the, the worship mm -hmm. team to actually be able to practice long enough that they feel comfortable after a year of, uh, you know, all those kind of things. Everybody, who, everyone who's ever moved into a new house knows, oh, yeah. right? Oh, you, yeah. you know, you buy the house, that's exciting, but then you don't really have people over until after you, <laughs> you get every, get most that's things true. out of boxes anyway, right? You know, so it's okay for you to be in there, but you don't really have people mm, in, and that's kind of where point. we are, right? <laughs> we're, we're that, that's, and it's going to be a couple more weeks in order to do that. So uh, why I'm saying that is thank you for being patient. Look, like I said earlier, if you've made it this far, it's only a couple more weeks, yeah. right? And I know that we've got big things coming up, uh, you know, big days coming up. But I, look, can I can I ask? Because I'm asking myself to do this. Um, is is like I don't want to rush things because of a calendar or or because I'm feeling like oh my gosh, it's been a year. I know, but it's there's there's just let's just do this right and let's get in right and where we have we we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about that as we're moving out of the structural phase into the functional phase pastor d and i we really want to just talk and we're going to talk a little bit today about the more about the cultural phase what is the the culture phase because it's kingdom not culture kingdom of culture yeah. it's not just about having a new wine skin as a building um or new wine skins of seats or right. sound or a stage it's actually the the thing that will change everything d isn't the building we walk back into it's the people who walk back mm -hmm. into the building yeah and you know we don't we don't want new people walking back into an old building and and we don't uh, right so we made a new building and we don't want uh, uh old people come on walking back into a new mm -hmm. a new building it's not we don't want the old people we want everybody to come but you hear with the heartbeat there's a new wineskin that needs to happen inside of us so that's what we're going to talk about today so i know you brought your bibles i know you have them with you uh somewhere along the way uh and if you have them we've been talking to uh, in first john so if you open up to first john chapter three we're going to look at uh, some verses in three and, and verse and in chapter four as well uh first john is at the end of the the new testament written by the apostle uh, John, it's such a phenomenal book, and if you're looking for a title today, uh, the, the title is "This Ain't That." Come on, this ain't that. Come on, so, no, come on, come on, come on. on. Hey, I'm gonna preach There's a little no bit this morning. I'm excited, um, but come on, if you ever, did you ever have a, a time where you were kind of explaining something to somebody? And they stop you and they're like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. And they start talking about it from their experience and everything. And you're like, no, this ain't that, right? But they're convinced. No, 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 I know what you're talking No, this ain't that. And, and you know, we were joking about this because. It's a good thing we never do that in marriage. Good thing that we're what? always on Wait, the same exact Why you got to throw my dirty laundry out in front of everybody it goes right both now? Ways, it right? Does, I, I know, I know. Too. I'm like, it's true. Well, there'll be times. You know what's funny, too, is when this is just 
us being us, but when we, um, you know, prepare for Sundays, we often will record it. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, so we record our conversations because sometimes we say things that we didn't, you know, write down and bring, and then we want to, and so there will be times I'll be listening back. To, I, don't, I don't think I've ever said this to you. I'll be listening back to the recordings, and I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I totally thought I knew what he was talking about. <laughs> and then I'll, you'll hear me on the recording say something, and it has absolutely nothing to do with what you were trying oh, to yeah, say. Totally. And you're that. always so kind. You're always like, yeah, and you know what? Also, and then you say, but again, <laughs> no, what you, you were do really it to me saying, all the time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, but it's it, it, we would learn a lot if we ever lived. It is true. If we ever listen back to a conversation. It's absolutely true if we ever did that with God, right? And then like he's like, yes. And when we're like, no, God, it's not. I understand what you mean. He's like, yeah. This ain't that. Um, but that's the truth. What, what, as you and I have been really trying to get to the heartbeat of mm-hmm. what the king, who the king is and what the kingdom should be, we've had a lot of conversations about church. A lot. And, and, and listening to a lot of people and a lot of mm-hmm. things talk about what church is or isn't. And, we, and so often we're coming back to it and just saying, this, this ain't that. Yeah. And people talking about, well, this is what love should look like. This ain't that. Yeah. You know, talking about what truth in the 21st century should be, and yeah. this ain't that. Um, you know, talking about how to build church, and we've fallen into this trap, how to build church mm-hmm. so that people are happy, right. so that they don't leave, so that, you know, you keep them, home. you know, make sure that they're all right, yeah. and do whatever, this, this, this ain't that. And we've even had to talk about stuff that we have done in the past, um, and promoted in the past that we thought were good for people and it may not have been bad for people but it really didn't help people fall in love with God and fall in love with God's people and what we're going to talk about today this this ain't this ain't that um, it really is we want to talk about the heartbeat and the heart and the soul of who we've been created to be and who God is shaping connect and the church he's calling for the 21st century uh, to be and I and I know as we talk about this D I know as we talk about this there may be some of us who are going well that's not the kind of church that's not the, we you know we've never done that at church before that's not the way church is yeah I know this ain't that right or oh that, that may be a little bit more than I'm comfortable with I know this ain't that but but maybe just maybe maybe just maybe because this ain't that maybe just maybe because this ain't that it'll lead us to a life we've never experienced before a, a, a life of deeper intimacy with Jesus yeah. and more authenticity and more freedom and more hope and more miracles and more Holy Spirit encounters, a, a, a place where people can feel loved and, 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 and be changed and a, a place really uh, uh, where, where we can have more of an abundant life, living out a real life with real people mm-hmm. who are loving a real God in a real, in a real world in a real way. Maybe because this ain't that, maybe just maybe. This will be that thing that you've been longing for down deep on the inside that you might not even know you've longed for for so long. So, Dee, that's what we're going to talk about today. I know you're going to read some scripture uh, that kind of sets this bar, but church, that's, that's where we are today. Yeah. And, you know, um, I actually think the moment that uh, this begins to click for us as a community, it's going to be such a fresh breath. There, and I uh, was talking yeah. um, to some people this morning, and it was like, it's not just the exhale. Mm-hmm. It's the fresh breath that comes into the air. It's the inhale, it's, yes, It's the yes. clarity of the intake of that breath that I, I truly believe um, is going to be experienced um, by this house. And 
you know, it's 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 important that we remind everyone that there is things like abundant life and more miracles and yes. more truth and all those things and healing and all of those things because that's the crux of who we know him to be. That's right. But what we are honing in on and really focusing down into in these in these next days of life are is what you've been seeing slowly um, having such intention this over this whole entire year if you if you've tuned in which is building a spirit of discipleship becoming, yes, becoming disciples, disciples. Uh, the yep. Lord gives us that mandate to go and make disciples and it's not go and make church goers that are drawn enough to the church because they've been promised all the good stuff yes it is go and make disciples so people, not just who study the word, because anyone can study the word Correct. and not be a disciple. That's a, you, you're a student to a certain degree, but you're not a true disciple. It's not an, uh, your spirit is not an apprentice of sorts yes. to the spirit of God. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about helping our spirits become an apprentice to the spirit of God so that we understand who he is and then we carry who he is yeah. to other people. So, Beautiful. All right, I'll well read. said. No, no, truth. <laughs> all right, so we're going to read in two different uh, sections. First John 3, 23 and 24, and then we're going to hop into chapter 4. And it'll be on the screens uh, as you follow along. And it says this, And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another, just as he has commanded us. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God, and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us, by the Spirit mm -hmm. whom he has given us. And now in chapter 4, it says, Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, mm -hmm. God lives in us, and his love is brought to full expression yes. in us. Yes. And his love is brought to full, full expression. expression. Underline that, full expression. I love that. I love it. Uh, look, uh, this morning, I'm, I'm going to just lay a little bit of a biblical foundation for what we're going to talk about today um, and kind of uh, what this is. Uh, um, and then uh, uh, Pastor D is going to kind of talk. She's been the architect of really the building and, and, and the why. she's going to talk about the whys and the what's. Um, and how, how this is going to continue to be expressed in tangible ways because um, a, a, lot of, a lot of Christianity has become theoretical and theological rather than practical and lived out, transformational. Um, and, and, and we're not looking, uh, we're, we're, we're really looking yeah. for a transformational moment in all of us. And so even as we listen to this today, um, uh, maybe at the end, uh, it, it's not, not, not just, yeah, I agree with that. That's really good. Maybe the, the real question at the end of this is, um, wow, where, where am I falling short in that? Where, how can I tomorrow become uh, bigger in that area, uh, in, in, in life with, with God? So, you know, I think, um, the first thing that we, we want to look at in this context is that John actually says there's an expression, expression, there's an expression, right? It, it's, it means that it's meant to be manifest. It's meant to be lived out, uh, that God actually has a purpose and a plan, an expression um, for us, that the, that the kingdom of God's community, known as the church, should have. So there's, there's a manifestation. This is what churches, and what, what I love about this, by the way, is he doesn't say, this is how the church should be. 
there should be lights, there should be fog, there should that's be right. this, there should be that. Now, those, it doesn't make the, those things wrong, and that's right. where we get off track. It's that here is the focus. This is what church really is. What church is, is these things. Mm-hmm. Number one, we, we, we need to live in a love, a love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Flat out. Live in a love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Then to intentionally and actively love one another. Then, because of all those things, take that love that we're receiving and that we're making known and make it known internally and externally into the world around us. That when you really what 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 God is really asking church to be is is really yeah. those things. Man, I don't know what God wants for my life. I don't know what the purpose of God. Yeah. Here it is, right here. It really is the expression of what God is calling us. This is that. So when you're saying, what we can say, this ain't that, but this right. is that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and he's, the first thing that he says is that we, gotta, we have to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think that we've m- marginalized that word believe, D, just to kind of like, why well, believe? Right. I mean, yeah. I don't not believe. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe in. I don't. Yes. I'm, I don't believe in Hinduism, no. or I don't believe in something else. I mean, I, I believe in Christianity. Yeah. No, no, no. That that Greek word to believe actually means to put active trust in something. Active trust. It's putting expressive. It, expressive trust. Uh-huh. It's literally putting yourself actively in someone else's uh-huh. hands in a way that you could die. And I know, like, this is an old story, and I'm going to get yelled at afterwards. But <laughs> I, I, I it, it, it always that always reminds maybe me. In this real time. no, maybe. <laughs> Uh, in real time, it, it always reminds me, you know, the old story that I've told a thousand times, but where the, the, the tightrope walker is, is asking people, do you believe I can push this wheelbarrow, someone in this wheelbarrow across Niagara Falls? I will not respond with an expression. Right. right okay. I know you're and, looking for and, me to and, nod No, no, and no, 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 it's okay. And, and everyone is like, yes, yes, yes. This, you know, true story. Yes, 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 yes. And then the tightrope walker says, any volunteers to get in the wheelbarrow? And it's, and it's silent. Um, look, church isn't about just saying yes, yes, yes to the yeah. belief that it could happen. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's getting in the wheelbarrow. Yeah. It's saying, God, I, I don't understand how you're going to do it. It doesn't make any sense to me at all, yeah. but I know there's a risk to this and I'm all in and not all in theologically yeah. uh, or, or theoretically, right. all in practically yeah. with everything. That's what this talks about. So when we say believe, we're talking about active a life of active trust. It's not just information, but there's this encounter and experience with Jesus that makes him the center of our life and our love. And out of that life and love, we learn to love other people along the way. Come on, the word says, the word is saying it's not simply about believing uh, good things about Jesus. This ain't that. It's not just believing that Jesus is going to do good things for us. This ain't that. This is about building a life that is actively loving and trusting him. Actively loving and trusting him. That is the foundation that the church is called to be. That's the place. The church is meant to be a place, Steve, where we love God. It's so funny because you're, you know, I was saying that that part of expressive love Mm -hmm. really struck both of us, right, as we were walking into this week. And we want, we decide if we can believe um all that god says all who who he says he is we base our belief based on how he has expressed that and if if he if he if we if he has expressed it to the extent that it's believable 
than we believe. Correct. But when we talk about our own belief, we don't ever usually attach a significant amount of expression no. <laughs> of that trust. Well, Correct. I believe, like I'm, I, you know, except for this hour in life, I'm yes. extremely introverted extremely, yeah 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 correct, right? correct correct so every part of my life it, it naturally and it's not a bad thing by the way if you're an introvert it's actually something quite it's, beautiful it too is. um it has its strengths but i would be one of those people that would say that um because i am an introvert my belief is more is quieter yeah correct <laughs> it doesn't need correct. to be as expressive correct but god's not delineating based on our personal personality types, personality types or our preferences how how powerful expression is because we know how powerful it is because we look for the expression on the cross. A hundred percent. To be able to believe. A hundred percent. He it, it, the word became flesh, manifest. Yeah. Right. We needed that. The Bible yeah. says. But on the other side of that, I'm very expressive, and uh, and I'm very outgoing. But just because I'm outgoing and, and expressive doesn't make that belief either because True. the truth is it could still be about me. Yeah. Still be about my, you know, even doing spiritual things yeah. can still be about me and not actually loving people or loving God. You and I have talked a lot. I've, you know, and there's been times that I've taken lots of mission trips and on the way back you said, you haven't told me about any person. You just told me about everything. And I'll just blow it up right here. No, it's all, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I have to look back and go, man, you're right. I, I did good things. But the, the, the truth is it really wasn't about loving people. Mm. Um, and, and that's where we, I think that's where we, 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 we wrestle. And, and sometimes we think, oh, I got in the wheelbarrow when I gave Jesus my life. Right. That right, is a right, wheelbarrow right. moment. Yes. He's talking about a wheelbarrow lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that lifestyle, the hardest part of that lifestyle is loving other people. Mm-hmm. Because then he says, after you love God believe in Jesus, in the same breath, he says, and you have to love one another. We've got to love one another. I think it's easy in our world, babe, to be like, yeah, love you. Mm-hmm. Love you. Yeah. Text you, love you. Yeah. Or, 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 or just come to this place where you think love is, well, I just don't want something bad to happen to somebody. Right, that's true. Right? Yeah. But this ain't that. Mm-hmm. He, he says, this command I give to you. This is the crux of the entire Bible, front to back. Here it is. Love God, love people. Literally, that's the crux of everything that it is. And But when we think, well, he says, this is the commandment I give you. When we think about commandments, we usually think about the law, mm-hmm. the big 10, right? The, 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 right. The, the sins, the list of sins, the things we mm-hmm. shouldn't do. But John is saying, stop focusing on what you yeah. shouldn't be and actually focus on what you should be. The higher law is the law of love, loving God and loving people. And when you work on the higher law, the lower law, come on, will take care of themselves. I don't have to worry about being greedy when I'm actually loving somebody enough to be generous. I don't have to worry about lusting after someone when I'm actually loving someone with healthy love. Mm-hmm. Come on, this is what he's talking about, yeah. that the lower law will be taken care of by the higher Higher law, and what we what we think is, if we do the higher the lower law, then we'll eventually get to the higher law. But it doesn't work like that. We think be good. Jesus says be in love. Let me say that again. We think be good to people. Jesus says be in love with each other. And, and, and anyone, babe, who's ever dated somebody, right, mm-hmm. and who's been good to them, mm-hmm. or maybe hasn't been bad to them, but hasn't been in love with them, you know the mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. You know the difference. Right. You know, man, when you're wanting to be loved by that person and you're, yeah. you're investing everything in and they're just they're, they're good to you, but that relationship's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're sooner or later out the door, and that's why people come in and out of church all the time because they're coming in and they're like, oh, I feel like you're good to me. I feel like this is a good place. But, man, the truth is you don't want to just be, take, be good. Thing. I want to feel loved. Mm-hmm. 
I want love to happen in this. And, 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 and I think that's what God is calling us to. Right? Matthew 22, 30, uh, 37 says, the, the highest law that I give you is love God with everything you got and love other people the same way. Jesus said, this is how you'll know, John 13, that you are my disciple. This is the new command I give you. Love one another. And everybody will know that you're my, my disciple by the political party you vote for, <laughs> by your Facebook stance, by the, 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 the post you hearted on social media. They will know that you are my disciple when you actively start to love people in a real way. I think God is calling us to be sojourners together on this journey, together, church, of building an active and intentional community that loves one another. This is what God has for us. This is that. And if we're honest with ourselves, I don't think church has been that. I think it's been inclusive and welcoming and kind and nice, but really loving each other, really loving God. When we come to church, are we thinking, man, I can't wait to get there to bless somebody? Are we thinking, man, I can't wait to get there to get blessed? Man, I, I can't wait to, to get there so that I, I can actually maybe have a word of encouragement for someone and maybe just have a real conversation with someone because I don't, I don't know, maybe they've been lonely this week or I don't know what they're going through, but maybe they just needed a smile or maybe they just needed a high five. Maybe they just needed a good conversation, someone to see them. Are, are, are we thinking that way? Because that's actually what it's going to require. It's going to require the Holy Spirit to shape us. It, it's going to take discipleship that Dee was talking about. Why? Because uh, we'll only push ourselves so far, babe. For sure. Right? We've got blind spots. We need discipleship. That's why we need forge and shoulder to shoulder people to call us out and help us to shape these things. We need the Holy Spirit to help us go beyond. We need our soul to be, we need to say no to our soul and say, man, it's worth taking a risk. It's worth taking a risk to get to church early. It's worth taking a risk to stay at church late. It's worth taking a risk to have a real conversation with someone. It's worth taking a risk to encourage someone. It's worth, it's worth uh, taking a risk to consider someone else's needs before my own. It's worth taking a risk to take this love out outside of the four walls of church. It's worth taking a risk to be a part of TKC and give somebody some food. It's worth taking a risk because this, this, my friends, is the, this is what the Father's intention has always been for why he made, why he sent Jesus and why he made us the church. It's his intention. 1 John 3.18 says this, My little children, let us not love in word and in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And I'm going to turn it over to Pastor D in just a second. But I need us to con contemplate that for just a moment because this is what this is. This is that. This is what we're talking about. Not in word, not in tongue. Man, I love you, dude. Love this church. Love you, pastor. Uh, love that worship song. No, 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 no. In, in, in deed and in truth. The reality is, my friends, truth sets the boundaries for our lives. But love sets the culture that is meant to be lived out in those boundaries. You and I have traveled around the world, and uh, I've gotten to travel, we've gotten to travel into cultures, and when you go into certain cultures, you know that there are certain cultures and certain customs 
that are acceptable or not acceptable within the boundaries of that na of mm -hmm. that nation, right? Mm -hmm. Like just going in. I know when I go into certain places, you're gonna have to cover your head. Mm -hmm. You're right. And I know if I go into certain places, I, I'm I'm not gonna be able to say certain things or wear certain things. It's just the customs of the nation that I'm in within those boundaries. That's the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Truth sets the boundaries for how we live, but the culture that's lived out within those boundaries should be love. That's why love cannot be defined without truth, and truth cannot be authentically revealed without love. We cannot simply be a people who love to learn about God, but must be a people who have encountered God in such a way that we make that love known to the people around us. Let that be our calling card. Church, let it be our calling card. Not that we have good worship, though I think we will. Not that we have comfy seats because they're going to be awesome. Not, not because we have a cool presentation. But because people in our community... People in our lives around us are going to say, man, every time I meet somebody from that church, I don't know what it is, but I feel loved. I, I feel like I just walked away from them and got hugged by God. I, I, I get around them and it makes me want to love God more. I, I get around them and even if we disagree, I, I feel like something, like God has said yes to me. Somehow God has loved on me. God has extended himself to me. It makes me want to love God more just from being around them. May they say, man, they saw me. They fed me. They accepted me. They loved me. They brought me in. They gave me a place. They helped me find hope in Jesus again. May that be the mark of our church, not the colors on the walls, the, the style of worship, not the presentation from the stage, not the fire from the pulpit. May the thing that we talk about and is talked about the most about our church is how we love God with everything we've got and how we love people in such a way that they've never felt it before. They've never seen it before, and at the end of it, they may disagree with the way that we worship or disagree with the way of stances we make, but somewhere down deep inside, they felt hugged by God. If we can let people know that God is a God worthy of our love and that they are worthy of His love, this is that. What Dee's going to talk about, this is that. And... Um, you know, so much, so many things in my, my brain right now that, um, what we're talking about today is a result of, um, an ongoing journey that we have been on personally, as far as, uh, in the pandemic and being away from an in-person community, it has really challenged, uh, us to drill down onto uh, who the church is reflecting. Yeah. So is the church, uh, and, and, and right, oftentimes I'll talk about the capital C church, like the church at large, but I'm talking about right now the church that we um, have been assigned to right, pastor right. as Connect. And who is it reflecting? And um, it's so easy to reflect common church or culturally relevant church or however you want to word that. Um, and there's often so many reasons why uh, culturally contemporary churches do what they do. Um, and they make sense and they 
are beneficial and all of those things, but during this time, we wanted to make sure that we used this time to God's benefit. Yes. And so we had to be willing to ask questions like, well, why do we do that? Yes. And what we and and those are not easy conversations. Yeah, I hate some of those conversations. <laughs> when you're at the front of the line. Trust me, hey guys, truly, we've had to literally take this walk and journey and say, yeah, this is what the but this ain't that. Yeah. And so as a result of so many conversations of well, why do we do that? Well, and we would be able to list the benefits. And there always were benefits, but the why that we originally did it was hard to find like it's it's, it gets lost in the minutiae of the execution of what we did and so we've had a lot of conversations because um there was a time several months ago before we started to uh renovate the building that i walked in it was the first i feel like it was the first time we did a tkc run from that location during the pandemic and i walked in and i just it almost felt like i remember saying like we're never gonna have church in that building the way that it looks ever again and it was it was an example god wasn't talking to me about design he was talking to me about like this won't fit you when you're we're done yeah. and i didn't understand that at the time but i knew that and so we had to be willing to investigate things but a lot of times you um end up with really great intentions but not maybe maybe not what God is breathing now in, yes, that, in that and and we've been and that's so what I'm about to talk about is some of the uh tangibles of how it has has shifted and it's 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 been a shift that we have been uh beginning to turn for the last several months correct but you know we're we today is going to be a, a even a bigger way for you to grasp because we are very aware that some of you haven't seen it so to uh, visualize what we're explaining, yes. you're going to see it inside of a space that if you if you did come to uh, Cherry Hill ever before, a lot of people have never even been there because you've joined us over this last yeah. year. But if you've been there, you're trying to see what we talk about in that old space. And I promise that what we're tr- going to explain doesn't fit there, which is a good thing. But this was something that I heard yeah, this is so good. Several months ago, and it was not within a Christian context when I heard it, but I was literally stopped, physically stopped. And it was one of those things that when you hear it, you're like, oh, I think this is going to change my life. And um, over time, we've been talking about how I would love to even bring a portion of this into the church uh, physically to put it in front of us because it's been such a part of how God has been able to reach us and speak to us about some of the shifts and why. And so this is the quote. And it's by uh, Thomas Merton. He was um, a an American monk and theologian, and um, and he said this. And this is it, this the first line is what stopped me in my tracks. And then we have a condensed quote. It says, "We do not exist for ourselves alone." <laughs> and I think what's caught me is that I'm going to talk over my glasses. But uh, I think what caught my attention was that well, I was at first like, yeah. And then I was like, oh no. We do not exist for ourselves alone. It felt so holy to me because that is not a natural inclination. Even if you have the Spirit of God alive and well inside of you, your soul, right? Your humanity is speaking to exist for yourself and bless others if you can. It's the core of the gospel. The core of the gospel. And then he says this, he goes on to say, only when we are fully convinced of this fact 
can we begin to love ourselves properly and thus always love others? To love, or to also love others. To love ourselves properly is to accept life as a very great gift. Not because of what it gives us, but because of what it enables us to give to others. And, you know, we all have our journeys, and I think God put that, that in front of my path because he was confirming... Um, Things that I felt like we had been seeing in our spirit yeah, totally. uh, for the church through the word yep. and um, and didn't have maybe so much context for it uh, in terms of what we have done as a church before. And so um, one of the greatest things that God convicted me of, um, and it has, it has gr- such great ramifications. So at first, I wasn't even uh, talking with Kay about it. I was just internally arguing <laughs> about why he was incorrect and um and then it found its way to conversations with kyle and um with other people in leadership and i i, I kept seeing sunday mornings and i kept seeing specific people even uh running to and fro and they were serving yeah so hectic right and so and so committed yeah um, and, and so servant-like, and they were running and running, and I kept getting this picture of them running. I can see it as clear as day right now, and I felt a, a deep conviction about it, and I didn't understand why. Um, and what I, what I started to ask God to help me understand was this, is that he said, you know, you've created a church uh, that has a strong understanding of what it's like for people and the importance and the holiness of what it's like for people to serve the church, but they haven't learned how to serve each other. Mm. And yeah. I was like, yeah, but they're one in the same. Like I had it all. I had the whole kit and caboodle. And what I realized he was showing me is, is that because we created so many spaces for people to serve, that there was a deficit of people available to be with other people in community to love each other. They were about their father's business. Yes. But they didn't have time then to be about his business, which is other people. Yes. So we started talking about, like, what would this mean? And it doesn't mean that we don't need people to serve and we don't want people to serve and that we also know that some people... That's even actually a spiritual gift, even especially if you have oh, the gift absolutely. of helps and all yeah. of these things. And But that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is we had to make a, a significant shift in our pastoring of church at large. The intentionality of what church is built on. Yes, exactly. Because um, it sounds wonderful to get people plugged in and serving, um, but it only is beautiful if people are have a sense that they are serving each other. Yes and not serving the church or serving in a ministry even, but serving as unto the Lord, and he served through serving people. Yes. And so we started getting this portrait of church services, and um, and I said to Kay one day, like, and don't, don't if you've served in these arenas, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm actually saying something quite important, right? I would say to him, like, well, do we really need people to help people park? Because I feel like everywhere else I go in the world, I figure out how to park. <laughs> and I say to 
him, I would much rather the people that have been serving so diligently, say, in helping people park, be inside to be part of the community that is loving on people. And it's not that that wasn't an act of love. Right. It's not that. But hear what I'm saying. Sometimes we get spread so thin because not everybody does serve. Right. That there's a lot of people like doubling and tripling. You're like, when was the last time you didn't serve? And you're like, I don't know. Um, that it becomes, you become translucent in your spirit. Yes. And we're supposed to be opaque. Like when people look at us, they're actually supposed to see a reflection of him coming back. To Correct. Them. And so you would see uh, people serving, serving the church and serving as unto the Lord, but they didn't have an opportunity to serve each other. Right. And so I was saying, you know, we have, uh, we have those who serve within worship and they're getting there at 7 a.m. And yep. everyone's exhausted. And, you know, the cafe and you have to learn how to make all these drinks and everything. And I was like, do we, can we make ourselves... Like, I'm pretty sure in the morning, like, we know how to make ourselves a cup of coffee. Well, like, I mean, I do. You can be taught how to use an espresso. <laughs> oh! Shots fired. I deserve that. <laughs> I do deserve that. Touche. Um, he makes the coffee. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we became so desire, we desired from a good place to serve people that we forgot to maybe necessarily see people because yeah. we were hiding behind exactly right. our space of ministry. So, so we, say that again because it's really important. It's not. It's we 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 became so intent on serving people that we forgot to see people. See people, and right? that's and that's one right. of the things that Jesus did all the time, and it's one of the things that he corrected his disciples constantly because mm. they they were always about trying to get whatever had to get done done yeah. and he's like did did you see did you see that person who was yeah. standing there yeah yeah i know but shut them up shut them down i got to get to this and what that's so it's yeah. it sounds semantical but it, it does it really is cultural yeah and it's why we're taking time to show it to you here before you see it and before we become it um because you have to be a part of it otherwise it won't work right. but so we said you know what if we what if we don't start with having this ministry and that ministry and this and that and other thing and we just let people serve where they are spiritually and organically led to serve now if you serve in our children's ministry with the kiddos we're not saying we're we right. definitely keep background checks and all right. that jazz you know um we would hope that you would be a part of worship if you have a musical inclination right you know Correct. That, Correct. that would be important Correct. um but to strip away, honestly, church, the ask and from, from the church's side of things and see what you genuinely arrive at seeking to give to each other. Yeah. So we created um, in the lobby, when you walk in, it's... Can I just say one yeah. thing? The, the, the ask is going from where, where can I serve to who can I love? How can I serve to how can I love? And loving may be in serving, but the diff there's a huge difference between those two, between when you're coming into church yeah. and going, okay, where, where, where can I serve? And, yeah. and the, really the real question is, yeah. how, how, how can I love somebody today? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so because you can do that, Dee, whether you're scheduled or not scheduled. Yeah, and so that's an example I was going to give. So another thing is, is that a lot of times, even um, our pastors are stretched so thin because one is here, one is there, one is there over there, one is over here. 
and we don't get um, a lot of connectivity time uh, with each other, with all of us. So, um, so organically, how something would would work, and, and to put a face on this for you, okay? Instead of having say, just as an example, say a host team that's scheduled that this person's here, this person's there, just say that day we say, Pastor John Campana. Um, how about you greet people and hang out in the foyer? And then he talks to his forge group and he's like, you know, hey, Steve Smith, are you around this Sunday? Like, <laughs> you want to say hi to people with me? Right. Like, that's it. <laughs> Organically be who you already are, which is in community with someone saying your forge group, your shoulder to shoulder, whatever it is. And organically just be. And the thing I think sometimes happens, we, we, we give away ourselves all week long, right? Some of you have become at home teachers, yeah, you correct. know, while you're doing your job, you're doing correct. everything. You're do so we give um, this little piece in our mind says, you know, just church can be the thing where you take something. And the beautiful thing about what we're talking about is that there will be something to take if everyone is coming to give. Correct. Because while correct. you are showing up and sitting, the reason though I was saying that the, in the lobby, for instance, when you walk into our lobby, it's going to be very different than anything that you've seen us do before. We actually, you know, on Wednesday nights, you do chat room? Yeah. We changed that. Okay, so chat, on Wednesday, uh, Kyla's chat room, you'll see now that there's signage going to be in our lobby that says chat room. Why? Because the focus isn't on you getting your favorite coffee made. It's on you grabbing a coffee from the Nespresso machines and finding someone to engage with yes. and build community with and love on them. And if their goal is the same thing, Correct. they get to sit down and you receive. You know how it is when you try to go and bless somebody. It's like, how did I end up being blessed in that conversation, Absolutely. even though my intention was to help that person? But if we're freeing up a lot of yep. people to be together, to have an opportunity, I'm not trying to help create a lingering culture. That I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to create opportunity it. for you to be together. And there will, within being with one another and really having intentional, purpose-filled conversations and connectivity, then the, the rest of it's going to fall into place. Yep. And there you will just naturally find places that you have a passion to serve in. And when we're all doing that, then you won't need to do it so often even yep. because other people are coming in and passionately doing something. Yes. And... So that's something that just on a little bit of a picture, and we, we don't have time, but I just wanted to, to give you a visual like, oh, so we won't need 6,000 people to serve so that there's only three people in the lobby Correct. to greet anyone. We will be all there because we that is our intention. Our intention is to connect. And but that really does require uh, a, a, a choice to love, and, uh, to love enough to get there early. Yes. To love enough to be yeah. willing to, to hang out afterwards. Yeah. Like, it, it really is a change. Yeah. It, it really is. Deep. And the last thing I want to say to this, and it's, it's connected to how I said, you know, I am by nature um, a, a quiet person and an introvert. So I can talk to anyone one-on-one -on -one when it's a, um, a weighted conversation. Yes. Like, I love yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I feel like I'm in my lane mm -hmm. when we do that. Um, and it doesn't matter the person or the, the topic. If we can have a true depth of conversation exchange, I can totally do that, which I know a lot of people get scared from. Like they'd rather just say, hey, how you doing, blah, 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 right, and then right, they keep right, it moving. Right, right, right. And so I see someone like that as like, wow, I could never do that. I'm just naturally awkward. 
<laughs> I'm naturally awkward, but it's not, you know, like sometimes like don't say that. And I'm like, yeah, no, I can say that because it's the truth. Yeah. But I will still show up. Right. Because there's other people that will be there that know how to carry that conversation with me. Correct. And they'll under, they'll be okay that I'm a little awkward. Yes. But when we get into conversation and they really need something of depth, I won't still be looking at them. I'll be like, oh, this is that moment where yes. I can deposit into yes. them. Yes. Because yes. you used yes. your gift of just being able to naturally gather and talk and chit-chat to bless me. That blessed me because you, you, you closed a gap that I didn't know how to do. Yes. But then if we get into conversation and I realize that there's something that I really could deposit to you like this, I will come to life because I'll know I'm being used in my purpose. Yes. And it will be, it will put us in a situation where we have, are vulnerable and we put ourselves out there to just chit chat. But I'm telling you, it's a, it's, it's something that I think that we have learned to long for. Yes. Uh, now that we are in the, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I just looked at the time. We have to go, but it's something that we as a people, have, if, even if we didn't long for it before, this has taught us to long for true exchange with people yes. and even lighthearted exchange with people but the joy of being truly together yeah it's so good um yeah so 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 good i uh we started out by saying you know mark two says we don't put new wine in old wine skins yeah. so church um the challenge is for us to become pliable new wine skins and maybe uh, the, the question that we need to ask ourselves is uh, not should church culture be set by what church meant to me, mm. but rather yeah. what church is meant to be. Beautiful. And so often we flip-flop those two things. Mm -hmm. And what if um, it's not the production of worship that stirs us, but our purity of worshiping God that Amen. stirs him. Amen. Amen. What, what if uh, it's not the, 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 the sermon that fires me up to go out, right. but really what fires me up is the hope that I can bring somebody, the joy I can bring somebody, the opportunity to love somebody on that Sunday. You know, this running in and running out, this ain't that. The just coming to get my praise on, this ain't that. Just come to get a good word, this ain't that. All those things will happen. Like, you're going to get a good word. You're going to get great worship. All of that. But do you know what this is? This is a place where John says in 1 John 2, 6, because I think this encapsulates it all. If the love of the Father is in us, then we need to walk as Jesus did. Not as we think Jesus would, mm. not as we wish he had, as Jesus did. And the one thing he did is he saw people, he loved people, he gave to people, he gave himself to people. Mm. He took a risk to give his life away. What kind of church could that be? If we live to give our lives away get in the wheelbarrow today maybe you're saying I don't even know what that looks like well the first wheelbarrow is what John said in the beginning to give your life to Jesus to believe in him and to say yes that's as easy as it is to make a decision for Jesus we're going to pray quickly because mm -hmm. we are almost out of time today but 
I don't want you to leave without this opportunity Amen. to actually take the first step in the wheelbarrow. If you've already taken that step, this is not the last step. It's just the first. Yeah. Just say with me, dear Lord Jesus, dear Lord Jesus today, I put my life today I put my life in your hands. In your hands. I, hold nothing back. I hold nothing back. I'm asking you, I'm asking to, be you the Lord and Savior of my life. to be the Lord and Savior of to my forgive life. Me, to forgive me, to fill me, to fill me and to use me and to use for, me your glory. for your glory. Help me to love you, Help me to love you and love others, and love others with everything I've got. With everything in, I've Jesus got. Name, in Jesus' name, amen, and amen, and amen, and amen, and amen, and amen. I'm excited for people who prayed that for the I know, first right? time Me this too. morning. Thank you, Jesus, for yep. that. And if you would like to have a little bit more information, we're like, what was I just praying? And what does my life look like mm. uh, from here on out? We'd love to send you a free resource. It's called The Surprise of Your Life. It's a book that was written by one of our pastors on team. We'd like to send it your way for free of charge. So send your name and your mailing address to the link provided. Awesome. And hey, guys, before we leave, we want to uh, we want to continue to just to worship with a giving yes. of our offerings because obviously that's part of loving each other. Yes. Uh, the Bible says in uh, 1 John 3, if we see a brother in need and we have means and we don't give, the love of the Father's not in us. It's not a condemnation. It's an encouragement. Right. It's saying, hey, this is how the church, this is how men and women of faith live, that we recognize that uh, we want to position our community to reach community. Uh, the, whether we've been given a little or we've been given a lot, we all have something to be able to pour in to other people. Uh, and that's the opportunity we have every time we take offering. I want to really encourage you, don't, don't look at, at, at offering as the commandment. Uh, I got to do it. Look at it as, again, what we talked about today, an opportunity to pour love. This is a way to make love known. I'll tell you, mm. here's the truth. Pastor D and I, we actually feel loved <laughs> when we actually see. Can I tell you the thing that actually makes us love more? It's not the total of offering. It's the family units who give. We don't see any names right now. We don't see names. We, I don't see we, names. It's, we see it's just, a number unit. We see a number of you, and we go, wow, there are people. Because it reflects people. Like, right. wow. And we know that what, what people are going through, and we know what you, you've gone through yeah. uh, to give. Um, and so You're thank right, you though. for doing that. But yeah. that's it, truly, it that, it's not it like does. the total number. It, it yeah. really is like, wow, there's people. Yes. There's faces on the other end yes. of this that are saying, yep, I'm in it with you. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so you can give uh, on Linktree there. The app's right there. Uh, lots of different ways to be able to do that, but please do that before before you go today. Yes. Um, and again, as we kind of move into out of uh, into this next phase of uh, functional phase, and we talk about the cultural phase, can we maybe this week ask the real question? Yeah. Is the church I want to go back to or should go back to should that culture be sent by what church means to me? or by what God has always intended church to be. Yeah, we love you so much, church. And we, we really thank do. you for letting us share our hearts with you. We're excited um, that when we come back to church, you will be there to see us. Yes. <laughs> because you see us, we don't see you. So I am looking forward to <laughs> seeing people see walk face. through the door and seeing your face and seeing Closer. your joy and being like, Sojourner, I we know. made it. Yes, we made it. Yes. <laughs> and we are, we are getting much closer. So we love you, church. We hope that you join us. 
for Shoulder to Shoulder this week for Forge. Those are men's and women's groups. Um, if you want any information about those, check out the linked uh, link tree link. Chat room. And, and chat room is on Wednesday night. Dude, we're continuing to talk about 7 o'clock Wednesday night. We're uh, talking about the names of God, not for information, but so that we get to know him. And the more that we know him, the more that we love him and experience his love for our lives. So, so go enjoy some sun this week. We know yeah, it's going to be, gonna be warm. If you're Spring in Jersey and Philly, it's warm. And have a beautiful, beautiful.